Becca. And I'm Katie. And welcome Welcome to Generally Specific Topics Between Friends. Best friends. Oh, so we left off last week talking about everything. Yeah, all the things and the stuff. All the stuff and all the things. Everything we own and why we own it and how we grew up. And I'd just like to say the stuff came in handy, guys. Yeah, well, because stuff happens. (laughs) Things happen. And when you have stuff... For the things. When the things happen, you need the stuff. And that's what I learned uh, <laughs> during the snowpocalypse of 2021. Well, we hope everyone that is listening to this is safe and well and has running water. And we understand that so many of you and so many of us Texans were just pounded. Yeah. By all the circumstances surrounding the weather. And now, of course, we it's like... We could not have been worse prepared. No, now it's like 85 degrees and it's a slap in the face. Yeah, it's beautiful out. People died. And people died. And people died because the infrastructure was not in place to handle the temperatures and the storms and the weather and people were ill-prepared. Yeah. And the roads and the... The roads and the water. Water and, and the power. And the electricity. And the people with the power over the power. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I just, I was immediately very thankful when I came home, mm-hmm. you know, A, because we had power and water pretty soon after the blackouts happened, so I was good, but I just kept thinking to myself, if the power goes out or if the water goes out or if this goes out, I have plenty of clothes. Yeah. I have this. I have the candles. Yeah, we have so many candles. We had the lighters. We had the matches. We had tons of dishes. We like had two bathtubs full of water. Two bathtubs full of water. All of the clothes. I have clothes that could fit a fair amount of people, regardless of the situation, in case other people needed clothes. Like we, we camping supplies. I was like, if the power stays out forever, I can go out to my car and charge my phone. Mm-hmm. It's good to have things and have options. See, <laughs> and this is the sort of like doomsday prepper mentality that affects people like from the Great Depression who like hold on to every yeah. little thing. That's that's my parents like brought this, up in a time when you do not waste things. This is why you hoard. If you if you experienced not having enough, then you're like, oh God, never again. Yeah. And so <laughs> I we have picked up on that, even though that hasn't been our the case necessarily for us, but I know it's because of my mother like always yeah. kept, kept things like this. And it did come in handy. I felt secure in my things. Yeah. No, when I called my dad that first night when the power was out, he was like, okay, you're going to want to get all your candles and all your oil lamps. And my first thought was, oh, God, I don't have any oil lamps. <laughs> Not like your father who has a bunch of them. But, yeah, they were always prepped for these things, I guess. Yeah. And I, I was staying with – um. Our friend Kendra in her studio apartment, and we are so thankful that she took us in because she had electricity and water. Yes. But because of the size of her space, she had limited amounts of like dishes. Yeah. And so when her water got turned off, she she had to start getting snow and boiling it to try and wash all the dishes because you only have so many to fit in that tiny space. Oh man, yeah. And that was just the way it was going to have to be. Meanwhile, I just let the dishes pile up and pile up. And <laughs> I let the clothes just pile up and pile up. And yeah, I had, we weren't going to run out for a long time. Yeah. And take, for instance, we have a giant, um, what would you call that? Punch serving container. Yeah. The big mason jar. Mason jar. You see it at a 
you know, backyard wedding (laughs) filled with a mixed drink. Yeah, it's a giant uh, seven liter, eight liter container with a spout at the bottom to pour drinks. Now, when you got that for your birthday, I thought to myself, we are never going to use this again. It's superfluous. (laughs) It is. And yet here it is still full of water. Yeah. And we're going to use that And we're going to use that water. But I just saw that container and I was like, (gasps) yes, this is why we have this. So, yeah, just what we were talking about last time about how you feel safe when you have one of everything or when you have all these things just in case, like it's totally reinforced my bad habits. Yep. Yep. Because it did come in handy. Yep. It's real. The trauma's real and it happens. (laughs) The trauma's real. It happens. Now I'm never going to be a minimalist ever. Oh, man. But do we have more more empathy for the people on hoarders? I don't know. I always felt bad for them. It's a lot of times people that grew up in the Great Depression or their parents did or they had those values instilled in them of like, you don't ever want to throw that away. Yeah, that's why, you know, my mom keeps every plastic food container, washes it. She does use it, but I feel like she keeps all of them. Yeah, all of them every plastic bag and every plastic food container and i feel pretty good if we reuse a yogurt cup once or twice yeah but yeah not washing it multiple times <laughs> yeah so i don't know i guess it's trickling down through us and maybe lessening slightly but maybe it's definitely there are reasons why people hang on to their stuff and i can yeah. say i do have a, a fair amount of empathy and understanding as to why yeah. No, definitely. <sighs> Do you remember? Dear audience, I made Becca watch a like 16 episode hoarder house thing oh on my YouTube. Gosh. It was, I didn't want to get into it <laughs> and then I got so into it. So this guy, he's an antique dealer and he buys this house. Um, the caveat being, or no, he doesn't buy the house. That's right. He buys all the stuff in the house. Yes. For, I think he said $10,000. Okay. So they're trying to empty out the house so that they can sell it or demolish it or do whatever they're going to do with it. The family needs to do something with it. And it's just full. Full. It's a giant house. It has a giant basement. It's as full as anything ever. And so we just went through every episode as this guy is going through all this this family, mainly a lady's stuff. And it's just piece by piece, inch by inch. Her entire hoarded house. But y'all, let me tell you, there is a big difference if you've watched Hoarders between the, uh, I don't know, what would you say, classes of yeah. Hoarders? Because she was a wealthy woman. So she, they she were just like. She spent over a million dollars in yeah. clothing in her lifetime. So and the house was full of junk, but it was also full of like. Riches. Treasures. Yes. And it wasn't particularly dirty. There's hoarding with shopping and then there's hoarding trash, which is like more of the depression, I don't care where I live, whereas the other people are like, I want these things and I compulsively shop. And sometimes mm-hmm. you get a meeting in the middle and then there's animal hoarding and that's different. Oh, the animal hoarding so sad. <laughs> yeah. So hanging on to stuff, I feel like that's part of most people in America. That's most part of your upbringing is holding on to stuff because, yeah. you know, you have your baby blankets and your 
baby stuffed animals and then you have you start out with a lot of sentimental stuff yeah you start off with your stuff that you don't want to get rid of and then in your childhood you have your favorite childhood thing and then as a teenager you have your favorite teenage thing and then Mm -hmm. so on and so forth and then you get older and you're buying your own stuff and you don't want to get rid of those things because you bought those with your own money that is a problem i have Uh now (laughs) because now i'm getting to the point where a lot of the things i have i have bought and there's no way in heck I'm going to get rid of it now. <laughs> Meanwhile, all the trash things we have, I, I can let go of those pretty easily. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I think I'm kind of the opposite. If, like, something was given to me by someone or, I don't know, has some sort of history, I feel like I'm more likely to hold on to it than if I bought it. Mm-mm. Opposite. Nope. People give me things that I like, but I will only buy things if I love it. mm and so now I'm getting to the point where I love everything. <laughs> and it's like, how do I let it go? Which, going back to last week, the people on the floor above us, across from us, their pipes busted. Yep. As so many other people's, like, everyone's pipes busted. And so we after... We were across the hall from being flooded. Yeah, and I, I was just looking around and I was just like, I'd have to let go of a lot of stuff if it got water damaged. Yeah. And you know, choice taken away because now things are ruined. And uh, I tried not to think about it too much. I was like, they'll shut the water off now. But they didn't. And so I was like, "Mm, my stuff could go at any time. Uh, It was (sighs) definitely a stressful week for all of us. Yeah. Oh, but. But back, back on track to hoarding and hoarders. Would you say, did we talk about our family? I, I would say my mother is like a hoarder, except she does cycle through things. She has a garage sale every year if she can. Mm. So she acquires a lot, but she also gets rid of a lot. She acquires things for the sole purpose of selling them at garage sales. Yeah, well, then that's good if she has the ability to let go of things. I don't know. She still has a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, but. to be fair, it's a lifetime of, a, of accumulated things. Yeah. And... That is a lot. At at the end of everyone's life, most people do end up with a lot. Yeah. I mean, you fill a house. Yeah. I don't know. We've we've filled an apartment. I'm sure we'll fill a house pretty easily. Yeah. I'm trying to think, was Uh, it like so much emptier when we moved in four years ago? uh, The walls definitely were. But yeah, I don't know that we've bought that much stuff since moving in here, but I feel like we've definitely filled up the space. Mm-hmm. But, hmm, hoarders. I I called my dad a hoarder once, and he got pretty defensive, which I don't know if it's like, I don't think it's like uh, alcoholic or whatever, where you can't, <laughs> the person has to own the title for them to whatever. Yeah. But... He has some tendencies that I would say are horde-like. <laughs> my mother as well. Me and my sisters like to joke about her hoard. Yeah. And like what we're going to do whenever she leaves us and we have to deal with it. And she does not like us. She's like, are y'all whispering about me over there? What are you saying? <laughs> and we just laugh and laugh. And we're like, mm, we're talking about how we're going to divide up all your figurines, mama. <laughs> yeah. I don't like thinking about all those books. My my dad has thousands and thousands of books. My mom did. I remember we had one garage sale where she was like, nope. And she laid them all out from the garage. And there were thousands. And she just gave them away for free. 
Wow. My dad would never, ever in his life. Those are his treasures. No, nope. My mom got rid of him, and now, now she mainly has glass. Yeah. Lots of glass. Very, very heavy. Huh. Very heavy, heavy, very fragile breakable. glass. Yeah. <laughs> and we were talking about trying to get her, like, an antique booth or get her set up with an eBay store, but mm-hmm. all of it is a lot of work no matter what. But we're yeah. just like, you want to start getting rid of that? Now? Chipping away at that pile. Chipping away at that now. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, I don't think she's going to do it. I think think she's going to hold on to it. And at least she feels like she made a dollar whenever she gets something that's technically worth more than what she bought it for. But at the end of the day, when we're going through it all, you can bet we're going to be putting the 50 cent stickers on it, just like where she bought it. Yeah. So I don't know. Up next, shopping. Yeah. Sometimes it goes hand in hand with hoarding if you're a compulsive shopper. Yeah, I would say a big bulk of the time because, I don't know, there's something different about hoarding trash than hoarding goods yeah i get the goods because i get excited when i get a thing the hoarding of trash is an altogether different thing yeah so shopping it can be addictive Mm -hmm. it can be destructive credit card debt etc 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 uh i i'm I don't know. I <laughs> You remember how I used to shop when I was a teenager? Uh, with cash? N- well, we all, yeah, we all shopped with cash because that's what I got for my birthday. <laughs> but um, I used to be afraid of shopping. So I would give you the item I wanted and the money and I'd make you check out for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you didn't like talking to people. Yeah. I don't know. I got pretty comfortable yeah. going up and buying shit. <laughs> L- later on... We got over that, and yeah. yeah, that was the most exciting thing. Go into the hot topic and buy your new yes. band T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh yeah, I've gone through phases where I'm more or less into shopping. But I don't know. It's it's definitely something I enjoy, and I have to pump the brakes if I'm out and about. Yeah, at the shops. We have rules like. I'm going to leave my wallet in the car or don't let me buy anything or only let me buy pants because I'm here for pants. Yeah, I want this specific thing and it shouldn't cost me more than this amount. And yes. No, people seem surprised. And by people, I mean boys seem surprised whenever I go into a store. They're like, you're here for this. You have this. Let's go. And I'm like, (laughs) cute. I'm going to look at everything in the store and then buy the one thing I came for. And if you see a really great thing while you're looking at everything in the store, yep, then you can get that too. No, shopping is an activity, and that might just be part of gender roles and whatever else, but that's what me and my mom did growing up for fun is hitting up yeah. garage sales and thrift stores and going shopping for clothes and things. It's an activity that you do with your friends, and I've gone shopping many times without buying things. I have too. I, I've done that a fair amount, but it's so much more fun for me to buy things than to not buy things. <laughs> I think I enjoy just going out and looking at everything. Yeah. And touching everything. Like you said, going through a store and touching all the fuzzy mm-hmm. things or whatever is half the fun. I enjoy just going out with people and looking at everything. I'm a visual person and I want to look. 
Yes, I could spend a whole day going through like a, a thrift giant and looking at every single thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, but then I don't know. I pretty much always will find a thing I like and I'll either decide I want to get it and it's exciting or convince myself that I don't need it and then it's sad. Oh. <laughs> so, I don't know. I still enjoy it, but I think for me, like buying a thing is really tied up in the shopping experience. And then there's online shopping. Mm. I will say, whenever things are very cheap, that's when I have trouble controlling my impulses to buy things. Yeah. It's very easy for me to say no to things that are over $5, but it's very hard for me to say no to things that are under $5. And so, like, Wish is a problem, and I tell everyone that Wish is a problem, but it's also a solution, but for me, it's mainly a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I've stayed off of it. <laughs> yeah, stay off of it, because I've gotten some really great things, but I've also gotten... For every great thing I've gotten is like five other things I didn't need in the slightest. And there have even been a few things I haven't used yet. Yeah. Like mainly art things. Now there have been some art purchases that were amazing and other art purchases that I haven't used yet. But when you buy it, you're like, oh, this is going to be a useful thing. And I'll be glad I have this thing. One day. <laughs> one day this thing will come in handy. <sighs> well... As long as we've got the storage space for it. <laughs> yes. And once, I don't know, I don't feel as guilty about it if I have a place to put it, which means I can then acquire more things at an insanely cheap rate and just have one of everything. And it's, see, that's when it will become an issue. Yeah. But going into the store, I can usually say no. I think, I think I'm the opposite again. I think it's easier for me to use restraint with like online shopping. Cause usually if I'm going online to shop for something, I want a very specific thing. I'm like, okay, I need one of these. I had to buy a new tweezers yesterday or the other day. I was like, I'll just hop onto Amazon. They didn't have the tweezers I wanted. So I didn't buy any. So I don't know. And if I went into the store, I'd be like, well, I'm here. There's this. Yeah, seeing it does help. I guess it's also, and again, this pretty much only applies to Wish, being like, well, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. Let's wait and it'll be a surprise in two months. Yeah, because so, you can take that gamble for 50 cents. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to say no. Being like, like a few, I guess it would be a few months back in, was it back in the summer? Whenever we went to the, we went to a dirt cheap, down in Waco, Texas. Oh my goodness. And yeah. all the bathing suits were a dollar a piece or $2 a piece. Yeah. And I had said, I think I want a one piece bathing suit. Mm -hmm. And then they had every one piece bathing suit for like a dollar or two each. And you know what we did? We bought them no matter what. And every then single one of them, every style that we liked. Because you couldn't try it on. Yeah. And so we were just like, for a dollar, for $2, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit, we donate it. Yeah. And it, <laughs> and therein lies the issue. <laughs> and I'm never, I bought like, I kept probably six one-piece bathing suits. I think I bought eight or nine. I don't know if I'll go to the pool enough times and decide to wear a one-piece <laughs> bathing suit that many times to ever wear all those suits. No, but wasn't that a thrilling adventure? <laughs> it was thrilling. See, and in that sort of very specific situation, I'm like, were we in the wrong? 
I don't think so. <laughs> I'd feel bad if we were just like buying them and then throwing them away. I feel good that we donate things. Well, but the other people are making money off of us donating them. Let's be real. But well, yeah, but still, other people can get those for cheaper than they would have. Yeah, from and it's Target. Not, yeah, it's not going to be in a landfill. Yeah, for a little bit longer. Yeah. So, all in all, that was fun. <laughs> No regrets. No regrets. And similar with garage sales. Mm -hmm. Mm. Oh, I love a good garage sale because you could find anything. Anything. You never know. It's the thrill of the chase. (laughs) The thrill of the unknown. Oh, remember estate sales? I haven't been to a good estate sale in a while. I still remember like the best estate sale I ever went to where I got that doll on my birthday. Mm. Karen? Karen. Or Whatever her name is. Whatever her name is. Went to an estate sale and it just so happened that they had a loom and a doll and like a few other little things Mm -hmm. that I absolutely loved and they were all so cheap. Or I think one of the last times I went to an estate sale, they had that 1950s wedding dress for like $8, but it was half off day. $4 wedding dress. Yeah, with like, with the gloves and stuff. Oh yeah, how do you say no to that? You don't. You don't, or at least I can't. Did I need it? No. Did I get some use out of it? Yes. Are you just going to let life pass you by and not buy the 1950s wedding dress? <laughs> so I would say some things bring experience with them. Like that wedding dress got me some experiences because I took photos in it, I dressed up in it, I wore it as a costume, I cut it up into pieces, and now it's part of my like stash of fabric. So some things I would say you got your four dollars. I got my four (laughs) dollars worth. But other things like all the tiny rhinestones I bought are just going to sit in that little container until you need to bedazzle something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, what else? Let's move on from buying. You get it. We can't say no to things. This is who we are. (laughs) What about when you find stuff like trash furniture? Ah. Should we tell them about the pea carpet? Uh, yeah. So pea just, rug. yeah, there was a rug yesterday or a the day. A pretty rug. A very pretty rug. It looked almost brand new. It was a giant one. How big would you say that was? It took up the whole living room. It yeah, was a, probably like a eight by eight at least or 10 oh, by no. 10. That was like a 12? 12 or 15 foot, 12 by 15 or 12 yeah. by 18 foot rug or something. Pretty white floral print. Yeah. New. Good condition. And so on my way, I left to go to work and yeah, I called. and then she calls me and she's like, come down here. We have to carry this rug up. There's good rug out here. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll put on pants and come down. So we put the, we, uh, we rugged the rug up here and I was out. I had to go to work and yeah. Becca texted me and she was just like, um, it smells like pee. And I was yeah. like, oh no. Well, I was sitting around around for like an hour or so and I was like wow Katya's litter box has really gotten ripe dang (laughs) and then I like left the room and come back in and it hit me and I was like oh oh god no it's really it's strong and I was like oh my god it's the rug oh no there's no such thing as a free rug there's always going to be some something wrong with it Uh, no rich people will get rid of things for no reason if they got a new thing and I that's what I was hoping for. I was really hoping they got a new rug and this one they just didn't want anymore. Well, those and rich people aren't living in our apartment complex, true, probably. <laughs> but they did leave it on the sidewalk for someone to take. 
Yeah. I do believe they left it there. Like, someone might want this. Someone might want to clean it because we sure fucking don't. Yeah. Well, <sighs> oh, the cat pee is so... It's such a strong odor to try to get out of I didn't smell it. It smelled faintly of feet. Uh, no, I smelled full-on cat pee. It was powerful. <laughs> I did not smell it the same as you, but it was a shame, and so that one had to go. So we're stuck with the trash rug that I have from my mom. <laughs> yeah, so, which smells fine, has a little paint stain on it. I think it's marker. marker it's marker stain. or paint or yeah. both. Like, they had kids, and the kids drew all over the carpet or something. So, no, I love trash furniture, and I love free things. Yeah. Dumpster diving was part of my youth. Especially if you're in a college town at the end of every semester, you can get the best stuff. Yeah. So my mother would take me to Baylor. Well, she she would go to Baylor. She took me once and it was a stressful experience, I tell you what. <laughs> but back in the beginning of people dumpster diving at Baylor, Baylor is a super rich university, like $40,000, $50,000 a year. Mm-hmm. So when all the kids leave the dorms or leave their student housing, they throw everything away and buy all new things. I'm done with the semester's laptop. <laughs> Yeah. I don't think we ever found a laptop, but we found phones. We found TI calculators. Did you find like MP3 players? Yeah. And not everything worked. Hair straighteners. Um, so many books. A lot books. of clothes. A lot of good clothes. I still have two Bedding. pairs. Yeah. Two pairs of Hollister shorts I still wear to this day. <laughs> yeah. Like over 10 years old. <laughs> so getting free things and getting things from the trash, mm-hmm. it's sweet and disgusting. Yeah, well, especially when it's a nice thing. Like, I don't know, I found a pair of, like, barely worn Nikes. Yeah, by it's our a trash. trash can. Yeah, and they were pink and gray, and I'm not going to not take the pink and gray pair of Nikes for free just because they're a half size too small for me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so as hard as it is to say no to cheap new stuff, free trash stuff, it's just impossible it's impossible because you're also just like well this is getting out of the landfill and i'm gonna get some use out of this and then you feel like a good person for bringing more objects into your home i i enjoy it i'm always just lightly afraid we'll bring in bed bugs yeah me too i i told a story recently about that um that chair we found the big circular one the The papusa or Papillon. Pomplamoose. <laughs> Papillon. Papillon. I think yeah. so. <laughs> the big Papillon chair we found, and we were so excited because I love those chairs and they're expensive. We went to clean it in the bathtub mm-hmm. and it ran yellow brown because of all the cigarette smoke. Yeah, I thought it was like a tannish yellow chair. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it was white at some point. Used to be. Yeah, so we have a long tradition uh, of getting trash things. Now, did you get that from your family? Because I definitely got it from my mom. Um, Or did you get it from me? Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I've always gotten, like, hand-me-down things. I don't think we went and picked up trash things. You know, sometimes <laughs> when... Um, when someone in one of our rental properties had to leave and abandon their stuff, we would definitely go through their stuff and take whatever good stuff was left. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think we did any sort of like dumpster diving or anything. But definitely when we moved up to Denton, that was, it was so easy. You're just driving along and you're like, oh no, I need that chair. <laughs> I need that couch. My first couch was a giant <laughs> purple, super wide, super deep love seat. 
And yeah. it was a great couch. It didn't have any back cushions. You made some back cushions. It yeah, worked. We made back cushions. And I loved that chair, despite it being really ugly. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think there's anything wrong with finding some good trash furniture. I... Well, I think we said this the other day, like, I have hardly bought any furniture ever. Like, mm-hmm. I just got that bed frame last year, but I don't buy yeah. furniture. You, people either give it to us or people give it to the dumpster and we take it from the dumpster. Yeah. Uh, we find our furniture through the universe. Yes. And it's worked out pretty well. I'll say. Uh, and yet I want to get away from that life. See, and so here's the thing. If I'm going to acquire this stuff one way or another... I don't want to pay for it. But when you pay for it, you get that sense of comfort knowing that it doesn't have bed bugs or urine on it, hopefully. Well, hopefully (laughs) if you're paying for it, you're getting like exactly what you want or as close as you can get. Yeah, it's exactly what you want and what you like. Yeah. I don't know. (sighs) I don't know if I'll be able to get, get away from my stingy ways. And like I mentioned earlier... I'll never be a minimalist. Yeah, have you, you watched? Don't think you can embrace the minimalism? No. Have you watched the shows, the Marie, Marie Kondo. Kondos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't watched them, but I'm familiar with the whole. Yeah, mentality. they were there were so many memes there for a while. I watched it all, and it was good. It was just about super organization and mm-hmm. how organizing and cleaning is a meditative process. Yeah, and the the big tagline was like. Does this bring you joy? The problem is I love everything I have. (laughs) At least a little bit. Most of the things I have, I really like them. Oh, but I definitely agree that the cleaning and organizing can be a meditative process. Because I tell you, I will put it off. (laughs) But last night, I just got the wild hair to clean out my closet. And I did it. And I enjoyed it. And... I don't know. There's something to it. Like if you're going to have all this stuff. Look at it once a year. (laughs) Yeah. Look at it. Maybe you'll use some of it. Have it in the right place so you can make use of it. Otherwise, then there's really no point in having so much crap. Mm -hmm. That's what I think about. Like you always see the clips of people, like especially in the hoarding houses, being Mm -hmm. like, that's where that went. I haven't thought about that in a decade. And I never want to be that person who forgets what I have. Like, deep in my closet. Oh, yeah. Didn't I already buy one of these? Also, in that YouTube video Mm. we watched, they had, like, 40 pairs of scissors. Yeah, they just kept finding scissors. Yeah, because they would lose them and buy more, lose them and buy more, lose them and buy more. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, that's what I don't want to become of me is, like, well, I know I had a pair of scissors, but I guess I'll buy another one. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta keep track of your stuff so that you don't become a hoarder. But I'll never have just like 10 dresses and like three pairs of pants no (laughs) no (laughs) the look on her face guys she is upset about it i mean why have 10 dresses when you could have a dress in every color of every length (laughs) and a a variety of niceties i wouldn't give it up i I like the idea of having less because it's less to clean, less to deal with, less to think about. I like it only from a perspective of like wanting to use everything I have. Yeah, that too. Because I do feel guilty of like having things and just never using them. And I, I looked through my closet yesterday. I was able to get rid of one dress. 
I know there are still others in there that I probably won't wear again, but I just still like them and I'm gonna keep holding on to them. <laughs> because you can. Because I can, because I want to, because it satisfies some need to hold on to something. And yet, whenever I go into a fancy schmancy hotel or someone else's house, some some rich person's house, and I see it, I'm like, there's not a lot. That's the mark of wealth, I guess, is you have less knick-knack bric-a-brac and you just yeah. have higher-end items that go together and have been carefully thought out. Yeah. And I like those spaces. I like being in them. It's pleasant. I don't know. It doesn't feel as lived in. I don't know. I think, I'm, I think I'm going to have to meet some sort of sweet spot in the middle. My plan is to put all my hoarding into one room, and that'll be my, like, I'm a crazy junk person junk art studio room. Yeah. And then maybe I can limit the amount of stuff in the living room or the dining room or whatever somewhere in the house to where it's, like, nice and less, <laughs> less in your face with all the stuff. But that might not happen. Who knows? But in my head, I'm just like, wouldn't that be nice? Ideally. When you clean the living room, <laughs> you just wipe off the top of the thing and then you vacuum and you sweep and then that's that. Yeah. You don't have to move all the stuff off the things and mm -hmm. back and forth. Mm -hmm. Oh, but that might not happen. Let's see. How do you feel about gift giving? Well, I think uh, I expressed some of my weird feelings about gifts when we talked about Christmas. Mm -hmm. I do like gifts. I don't like a holiday where you have to buy everyone you know a gift. That is a lot. Yeah. But, um, yeah, how do you feel about getting gifts? I love getting and giving gifts. I will say yeah. it does stress me out a teeny tiny bit because... I feel like I try and make gifts a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, mo I think most of the gifts I give have an element of, like, handmadeness to them. Yeah. Because I feel like I can do it, and it's going to mean more, and I don't have to spend money. So I feel <laughs> like I do put some pressure on myself to try and come up with new and exciting things to make for people for gifts. But I like it. And I also like throughout the year seeing something and being like, ah, this is perfect for so-and-so. Now I can hide it for six months. Yeah, I do like when I see something, I'm like, oh, that's the perfect thing for that person. It's thrilling. But then whenever it's around Christmas time, that's when I see everything for you. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, well, we're not buying Christmas presents. We're not buying Christmas presents. <laughs> do I want to keep it for another eight months? Ten months? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it'd be funny um, when I was cleaning out my closet last night and I found I have like a box <laughs> of gifts that I have bought for people or just things I've bought that or ended up with that would be good gifts that I don't even have a person in mind for. <laughs> things that I might re-gift if someone gave it to me. I'm like, eh. <laughs> but I came across something. Oh, she's reaching for it. Yeah. I thought it'd be fun to give you a <laughs> gift on the air since we're talking about things and stuff. And I put it in a gift bag because this is a visual media. It is. This is fun. <laughs> and you kept this. She has a piece of tulle from one of my dress projects because I think I wrapped one of her presents in tulle. Yeah, I think that's the same gift bag you used for my birthday. 
So they're it? just these little, <gasps> there's one for me and one for you. Oh, it's matching. They're sock they're slipper. Kitty cat socks. Kitty cat booties. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Well, fuzzy kitty cat booties. See, and this is a perfect gift because we want to buy matching things and I'm running out of fuzzy socks because I stretch them out because I wear them all the time. See, so it was worth it. <laughs> these have a smell, guys. These are direct from- Oh, plastic. <laughs> these are direct from Korea and they may or may not have been sprayed with that international pesticide. Yeah. Made in China, ma'am. Well, the writing on the front is Korean. Well, I think. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Katie can tell the difference between Chinese and Korean, right? Usually I can, <laughs> but there's some circles in this one, and that leads me to believe it's Korean. I don't know. There's a strong smell, but they are awfully cute. So thank you. Funny thing with these, I found them on one of those, like, you only pay shipping. We'll mm -hmm. send you the socks for free. The shipping, by the time I got to the checkout, was still like, I don't know, 8 or $12 or something stupid. That's how Wish works. Yeah, but I was already at that point. I was like, well, I already picked out these socks and have a plan for them, and they're quote unquote free. Oh no, I <laughs> I back out of stuff so fast. I won't that's, back out. <laughs> that, that's what Wish does, and so I'll find it, and then I'll find it again and again and again, and I'll go through and see which one has the lowest shipping, mm -hmm. or which one mm -hmm. like has the lowest between the price and the shipping <laughs> of that. But no, I've put a bunch of free things on my cart and then been like twelve dollars you wish and like, <laughs> get out that's why they call it wish yeah <laughs> well thank you i love gifts gifts are fun although i will say my mother goes a little overboard <laughs> yeah with her gifts sometimes she's really on point and other times i'm just like gee thanks wow well, <laughs> awesome yeah i don't know i've gotten okay with getting gifts i don't like because now i'm like I'll put them in that box and eventually re-gift them to people that I don't care that much about. The next time I just need to give someone a gift, I have to remember I have a box of gift things for people that I don't care enough to buy specific gifts for. <laughs> just keep that in mind. I've gotten to the point where my mom gives me a bunch of gifts and most of them I really like. There might be a few I don't like. And so I'll either tell her and she'll be like, oh, okay, well, I'll keep it. Or I'll, <laughs> I'll just take it home and like, put it in the goodwill pile. Yeah. Because I know that's probably what she would do if she wasn't going to keep it. So I don't feel too bad about it anymore. Yeah. I I feel more comfortable with it. Like I used to feel like, oh, I, I have to use this and I would try for a while and then I'd just be like, no, oh, I don't, <laughs> I don't like this thing. Why am I trying? It's not for me. It's not for me. But now I just save it. Don't unwrap it all the way. <laughs> give it to someone else later on. <laughs> do you like the gifts I give you? Yeah, I do. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I really liked the necklace you gave me on my birthday. I wish I knew where it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which necklace on which birthday? Because there's been a few. Every, right. every time I buy you a name necklace, something happens to it. I still have the little white heart Katie one. Which oh, you I hate that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one that hasn't broken or gotten lost. Yeah. It, you put it on that shelf for me to fix and then I never fixed it. So it's yeah. my fault. <laughs> exactly. It's my fault. I never fixed it. We'll fix it eventually. Well, you heard it here, folks. It's her fault. It's my fault. <laughs> we, You put it there specifically for me to fix and I don't know where I put it. <laughs> I, I think I moved it. Did you put it with your tools? No, I didn't. <laughs> I hope not. That's just a loose bag of tools. <laughs> oh, oh, 
find it eventually. Let's well, see. Did we did cover it all the high points? I think we did. I think that's that's a solid 40 minutes of stuff and things and things and stuff and hoarding and a lot of our opinions. The security of having <laughs> items, the fun of the hunt for items, mm-hmm. the excitement of finding something that you didn't think you'd get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dear listener, do you like shopping for yourself? Are you one of those weird saintly people that only like shopping for other people? Tell me how that works. Tell us about your very healthy or very unhealthy attachment to things. Yeah. Have you Marie Kondoed your life? How did that go for you? Are you still doing it? Do you still fold your underwear into little triangles? God, I will never fold my underwear. I refuse. (laughs) That's a big important part of the Marie Kondo lifestyle. Well, I'll just do without them. All right. Well, if you have thoughts, please send them to us. You can send those to gstbfbf at gmail.com or we're on Instagram at gstbfpod. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to Generally Specific Topics Between Friends. Best friends. Best friends. Bye. Bye. Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Hello. We're making sounds. Soon may the Wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. Yes. <laughs>